This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Welcome to Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, today featuring Dan Andros, because uh, Stu is filling in, I guess, for Dana tonight? Yes. Okay. Little, little shuffle. Uh, chose, uh, who shows more important, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Hillary Clinton's lawyer has confirmed her email server was uh, wiped clean. And, uh, and, you know, it's what I guess we've always said, that... She wiped it clean. And her question was, when she was asked about this, oh, with a towel or something? Yeah, we're wondering if you wiped it with a towel. Yeah, she's, been, what... she's been awfully cavalier about joking about this. Yeah, she like, has. Did, uh, did you guys cover the Snapchat joke that she oh, made? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, like, ha, 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 I need Snapchat. I wish I knew about that when I was doing breaking all these laws. <laughs> Boy, Hillary, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know? it's, it's pathetic. And she had those exchanges with, uh, with Ed Henry. Yesterday or the day before, yeah. uh, she wasn't aware, she said, if the data on her service server was erased. Except, didn't she also say that she was in charge of it all? That she was the one that everybody, I mean, she, she did have control of it. So, obviously, if she had control of it, she told somebody to wipe it clean if it was wiped clean. Right, yeah. And the other excuse she's been saying is, well, I'm just, I was a passive recipient of these uh, emails. And it's like, well, you set up the private server. So, you know, right. it doesn't matter if you're, you set up this whole context of emails off the grid. So it's ultimately her responsibility. And, of course, she's just kicking the can down the road. He also, uh, the lawyer also said that he and another lawyer had been given security clearances by the State Department to handle a thumb drive containing about 3,000 emails uh, that Clinton later turned over to the agency. Said that he said this, the thumb drive, which has also been uh, since given to authorities, was stored in a safe provided in July by the State Department, didn't say when he was given his clearance from the State Department. Uh, Meanwhile, the Senate Judiciary Committee has separately asked Kendall, uh, he is the lawyer, 
if he had any access to Clinton's emails before he was given his security clearance. The problem with this scandal is nobody gets it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that this can go anywhere. Because right. it's like, okay, well, she had a server that was set up at her house. Yeah. This, yeah, what does that matter? This always happens mm-hmm. with liberal scandals. I was wondering today, I'm like, are we at a point where liberals are now scandal-proof? Because all they do mm-hmm. is throw out a zillion facts, mm-hmm. and they, throw out, they just throw in a bunch of things to kind of throw a monkey wrench into the works and, yep. and make it confusing. And then they just say, well, this is old news. We've been over this a million times. And it just, nobody cares. I mean, we've been down this road on Benghazi. I mean... There's no planet where you should, you know, no country on the planet where you should be able to sit in front of Congress and be like, what difference does it make that four people died at this point? You should be done out of politics. But she just keeps on trucking. And it's I think it's that strategy. And I think we're in this era where liberals are now just scandal proof because the media will cover for them. And it was the Clintons who really kind of developed this strategy, too, because all during the 90s, everything that came up, they just drew out. First of all, they deny, which is what she does every time. They deny, 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 deny. And then. The, the facts trickle out over a period of time. You find out they were lying. And then at the end, it's like, oh, come on. We, we covered all that territory. This is just them now trying to play politics. But Barack Obama put a shine to that. He put a shine to the Clinton plan. Yeah, he's very good at it, too. <laughs> he he yeah. is really very, good at it. Very good He's at good it. at the whole lie and then, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, oh yeah. Say that. What are you talking about? Yeah. No. Part of that's on us, too. I mean, we all, I mean, as a whole... Like, we have the attention span of gnats. Like, you know, we just are like, ah, oh, what? They're talking about that thing? That was like 10 minutes ago. I don't have enough energy. We're as guilty as anyone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like, oh, do we have to hear about Benghazi again? I actually feel bad bringing up Benghazi. Are they still having meetings about that? (laughs) They're still having congressional hearings about that? Shut up. Which, uh, which spokesperson was it from Bad. Obama? That was it, was it Ernest or the other guy uh, who was always saying, like, these phony scandals? It's a phony. It's uh, these phony scandals that they bring up. So now you're not allowed <laughs> to say be. it. Now you're like, I can't, I've been, I can't say it because now they're, you know, they've, they've turned it on. Right. It's into this phony scandal. Right. <laughs> yeah, four Americans died. Nobody paid any price for that. And that's a phony scandal? The IRS situation, phony scandal. Right. I mean, they're the ones who said in the beginning how serious it was. Right. So, and, and more emails keep coming in on all of those things. Learner, it's like, oh, by the way, here's another email where she was blatantly targeting. And oh, by the way, and in Hillary's emails, like she's clearly they're talking about the be- troop movements. I mean, these are yeah. obviously classified things, and it's just, eh, whatever. Also, there's a uh, speaking of ben- Benghazi. There's a uh, new movie coming out about the Benghazi. Have you seen the previews of that? We should maybe play the trailer of that sometime. In the near future, because it looks really good, did. and it yeah. kind of focuses on the Navy SEALs who uh, did what they did, despite mm-hmm. the fact that they were told not to. And these few guys are saying, "They're all we got. They're all they. We are all they have." Uh, and there's 36 Americans to save, and they saved all but four of them. So, uh, pretty amazing story. And it'll be interesting to see if there's any kind of any kind of mention about how they were told to stand down it looks it looks like at least locally they're going to they're going to cover that aspect mm. that they were told not to do anything i'm wondering if they're going to if barack obama makes a guest appearance where they just have him sleeping in his bed the whole time and he's <laughs> just like so. they just and meanwhile barack obama <laughs>
He's just sleeping away. You know, bombs are going off, and the, the war room is empty, and there's just Obama in his pajamas. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. But I don't know if it would help there. 13 maybe. hours. I think we did play the trailer to this. I don't but think so. With, my, with Michael oh, Bay. With, for Michael you weren't Bay, here, yeah. Pat. It, that oh. was, Jeffy, that was when you and I were. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. it looked really good. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we can definitely play it again. We though. should. It, it so does you look can see it, because it, it looked really good. Yeah, it looks great. Um, meanwhile, Iran, in an unusual agreement, will be allowed to use its own experts. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit yesterday. <laughs> just briefly covered it. We're going to use our own experts oh. to inspect a site. It use so, I feel better about to it develop now. nuclear arms. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I feel better. But the, they've got better experts. I mean, they know better yeah. than us. It's their site. They're just closer. Them... You won't spend as much gas money. Right. You know. And we just wait outside. You guys go in and check it out. And is it good? It's good. There's no no funny business going on in there. Okay. Good. Thank you very much. Just sign here. We're all set there. I mean. It's unbelievable. It is really unbelievable what this deal entails. And I'm sure we don't know one one thousandth of what's going nope. on. What we do know from the press, though, is that it's a historic deal. I mean, this was it is historic. history. I mean, in yes. the making, Obama has cemented his legacy and he has just secured peace in the Middle East. Thankfully, Iran will never do anything aggressive or crazy now because of this deal. I, you know. Yeah. So really amazing. We do have, I guess we do have the Benghazi trailer. Um, oh, so, nice. Yeah, we might as well, since we came yeah. up, let's, uh, let's take a look at this. Sir, I can't do that. Pull over for inspection. How willing are you to die for your country? I'm going to go right here, right now. Hey, everybody, this is Jack Silva. Jack. We train SEALs at Coronado, so he knows the drill. Welcome to Club Mad. Look like Club Med. No, it does not. Yeah. And didn't that one guy used to work at Club Med? <laughs> We need immediate assistance. We are overrun. State's under attack. Let's go, man. State's under attack. Let's go. We gotta move. If you do not get here soon, we are all gonna die. You have a U.S. ambassador at risk. The ambassador is in his safe haven. You're not the first responders. You're the last resort. You will wait. The Department of Obama's sleeping. None of yep. you have to go. Yep. But we are the only help they have. Mm. I called for Everything support. went wrong. Never came. Six men. You're not giving orders anymore. You're in my world now. We have 36 American lives to save. True story, but is it the whole story? Yeah. 
Oh, 13 hours. 13 hours. A good, a good hours. night's sleep for Barack Obama. 13 yeah. hours. Um, <laughs> that looks phenomenal. Yeah. Now, I'm glad that they didn't show the YouTube video. I mean, that would have been, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it would have incited more violence like that's, if, all if, over the world. If it was Hillary's version, we would have seen that thing start off like, oh, wow, the, the YouTube video upset everybody. But I just wanted to say one of Clinton's... Uh, um, you know, classified emails that uh, her assistants were sending to her was forwarded to Anthony Weiner's Anthony Weiner's wife, Huma Abdeen uh, Abedin, or whatever the heck her name is. She forwarded it to Hillary, and it talks about how Ambassador Stevens was considering departure from Benghazi amid deteriorating conditions in nearby cities. So, I mean, wow. YouTube video schmoot, you know, whatever. I mean, she she knew. She knew what was going knew. on. She's like, oh, I didn't yeah. know. They were questioning. I heard this morning they are questioning whether Uma had uh, uh, rights to see those emails and was already cleared to see all those top yeah, secret they're gonna emails. Get, they're and all she's gonna get right there with Hill. I mean, <clears throat> does anyone think that, I mean, the world's going to say, oh, she's Hillary's right-hand girl. She's always there. Of course she gets to see all that stuff. But I don't think she was ever clear. Uh, I think they're in trouble. Like, if... if if they deem these emails as classified, which, they, you know, which, and they also said that legally you don't need it necessarily to be classified for it to be, you know, illegal to send. It just right. has to be sensitive information. And all of these were dealing with troop movements on the ground in Libya, and which are obviously sensitive information. So, and, at, you know, uh, UMA and other assistants are definitely sweating it right now because because they they could be on on the hook as well. And you know that they're going to take the fall more. Yeah, than I was Hillary just going to say, you know, no matter how much <laughs> yeah. love Hillary has for Uma, it's going to be man. Yeah. I am sorry yeah. to see her go. <laughs> I I tried to warn her not to do that. Could but... you imagine the speech the speech that Hillary's going to come in and give them? Like, oh, look, you are. This is so important for the movement. You will go down as a martyr for the Clinton campaign. You <laughs> saved it. You saved America with the Clinton presidency. Now, we're not going to say that. We're not going to say that, but you, you're going to know right, that. You're going to no, know I'm it. throwing you directly under the bus, of course. <laughs> right. We can't um, say it, but it's All really... four wheels will probably run over the top <laughs> of them. And they'll lying. back over you and go over you again just to make sure. Yeah, but just know that I really appreciate <laughs> you taking that bus on top of your body because, oh. uh, wow. <laughs> I won't feel good about it at all, saving my own skin and uh, running directly over you. It won't make me feel any any bit better. And this it. woman could be president of the United States. It's it's a, for another frightening thought, uh, you know. Yeah. And as as much as I couldn't stand Barack Obama before his election, Hillary is probably just as bad, if yeah. not worse. Yeah. So um, we got a work cut out for us. Um, one ray of hope on that, though, not to cut you off, but the, one, one ray of hope on that is mm -hmm. I think the reason why they're hiding her is because they know. That she is the she is not a good candidate. Oh yeah, like they like her in theory. They like Hillary Clinton in they theory. They like the idea. Of they her. like the idea of her, but you get her out there. She's shrill. I yeah. ain't always tired. She's just unrelatable. Just completely agonizing. And she's already losing ground to Bernie Sanders. So that's why they don't know, they don't want to have debates. They don't want to do any of that because they know that this is the only way to keep her on top. She's an awful candidate, but. You know, but they're, the they're only, trying their best to get her up there. The only time people really like her and have a high approval rating of her is when they don't see her. Right. Because it is the idea of her, right? Yep. Um, meanwhile, That's been true with Bill for years. Uh, yes. But Bill's somewhat inspirational when he talks. He's I mean, like, so No, but I just than, mean for yeah. Hillary. Thank you. I just meant with Hillary. Oh, oh, yeah, as long okay, as he doesn't yeah. see her, he likes her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeb Bush says the NSA needs broader powers to combat oh. evildoers. Oh, uh, that's ah. more good news. Yes, so not you, only Jeff. are we combat combating the Democrat Party, but also idiots like <laughs> Jeb Bush. They need broader powers than they already have. 
You mean more than collecting everything from every American citizen? They need more than that? Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Um, no. No, thank you. He said yesterday that the government should have uh, broad surveillance powers of Americans and private technology firms should cooperate better with intelligence agencies. This guy is almost as bad as Hillary is. He's almost as bad as Hillary. If common it came, Core, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, Common Core, NSA uh, needs broader... Serv- Im- immigration? I- immigration. <laughs> on and on and on. Uh, I don't know. It's... It's uh, it's a frightening uh, prospect to think that we might be left with a choice between Hillary and Jeb. Oh, kill me now. Uh, let's hope that and pray that doesn't come. It doesn't come to that. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. In case it does, right now you can get a seventy two hour emergency supply of food <laughs> for ten dollars. This is something you might need in the future, and it doesn't have to be a political disaster. It doesn't have to be an international incident. It could be a weather thing. Uh, you know, that keeps you in your house for three days or whatever, and if you're not prepared, you're going to go hungry. This is only available if you call 800-478-8061. My Patriot Supply can only bring back this incredible price, $10, for a really short time. So don't miss out. If you call in the next 12 hours, they're going to throw in free shipping uh, for your order as well, and that also includes the handling. Nice. So, you know, usually shipping and handling would cost you, I don't know, $1,500. <laughs> you think you're getting Something this like great that. deal? For a 72 hour supply? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. When was the last time? Think about this. When do you ever eat for three days for 10 bucks? I believe the answer uh, for me would be never. Never? <laughs> I've one you meal three for minutes you. for 10 bucks. For you. I mean, apparently, after I ate the bags we used to have for display, we didn't have any more. So. So. Right. It's a 72 hour kit for you. For Jeffy, it, maybe the hour is a little bit different. But, right. You know. Right. It may be a rare half case. an hour for yeah. Jeffy. Still, though. 10 bucks. Still. Right. Pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, so give him a call because it, it's $10, including everything. So give them a call at 478-8061. That's 800-478-8061. Call right now. My Patriot Supply. It's not just food. It's freedom. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Back. Hey, it's Pat and Stu today with Dan Andros. Uh, Jeffy, of course, is here. Uh, Stu is filling in for Dana tonight. I'm not sure where Dana is. Any, anybody know what happened? To, is she on vacation? I think she's just taking just a, a speech. speech. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I don't see why Stu can't just work. Both? Both. I mean. Right. 
Uh, I mean, most people. This is a yeah. two. This is a two-hour show. Uh -huh. Dana's is a one-hour show. Most people work eight hours in a day. That's three. Done with radio. What's he doing with the other five? I mean, it's a grueling four-hour day for him, yeah. so he can't do it. He can't do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look, that's what happens when you miss. You're going to get. You're going to get. Yeah, you're going to get hammered. Yes. You're going to get hammered, yeah. just like Uma. Abedin, or whatever her name is, you're going to get tossed right underneath all four wheels of the bus. Backed it up, put it back over. <laughs> uh, this is something we featured in the past, and uh, these guys do a great job. This bad lip reading uh, service, they, they put together these videos and uh, just use the mouthing of, of, their, uh, uh, of the mouths and then put in different words that they actually didn't say. That's a brilliant explanation of it. I know. <laughs> it sounded it's really just, good. Right, it's just, I wish I wish somebody was saying different words coming out of my mouth. But they did it again for the debate, and uh, it's pretty funny. Here it is. Governor Mike Huckabee, how was your summer? It was dope. Like your pretty gelled head. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm getting it permed. Hey, all you freaks are bozos, but who's this Mindy? Oh, an old friend, actually. She's great. Okay, you have to be joking. She pooped on the treadmill. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's her. Governor Christie, when you were younger, what was your favorite childhood snack? Uh, I wanted, you know, I just wanted regular potatoes. But guess what? So did other people. I wanted the most, so I'm like... You just froze a baby. Most. I wanted the you most. just froze a baby. Not. Genital warts. Oh. You <laughs> touched a genital wart. You can't touch Wait, it. Hey, guys, guys, hey. All right, you're enough. a wart toucher. Stop uh, saying that. Mr. Trump. Well, I have a pigeon, Lucas Don Velour. <laughs> I always take it shopping because I want to and because it's got health. <laughs> Whatever, look, it's a thing the tuna melt does to me. Uh, Senator Cruz. You shouldn't you... say the S word. What? <laughs> These guys are brilliant. Oh, my God. I mean, the explanation was maybe one of the worst of all time, but, but the execution of this... Is incredible. Oh my gosh. Uh, really, really funny. And there's more. Here's part two. <laughs> well, we could just go out and collect a dead swan, and then I, well, I will drink a sorority's goldfish. <laughs> uh, moving on, let's hear from Dr. Carson. Now, this piece, I think it goes like that. And, and this one. No, this piece goes over here. It's part of the tree. Carson! <laughs> <laughs> What you working on? A puzzle. Oh, I don't know how to do this, actually. We can move on. You're not missing any playtime. America. Governor Bush. What? How would you get a dead mouse on a crescent roll with some steak? With some steak, I would fork it. However, if a pit bull is loose in your house, then you'll find me stiff on the bed because I'll always throw up. <laughs> You'll have 13 seconds to make a closing statement in the form of a short song. And Governor Christie, you're first. Okay. Oh, uh, so man. the short song that they're all going to do is coming up here. <laughs> I love the it voices so they give good. them. It's not Don't, just the words. The voices right. they give them are very, very brilliant. funny. Ben it's, Carson it's, barely had a whisper. I mean, that's awesome. It's brilliantly done. And the Megan Kelly voice sounds mm. like Megan Kelly. Uh, <laughs> amazingly like her. Here's, uh, here's the way they closed. <laughs> well... Think about the time we bought you an ice cream and a cookie. <laughs> Bring a 
that Lambo so we could go buy milk when we played hooky. That was our ride, we rode it around. Yeah, mama, it was good. Till we hit that boy in the pink golf shirt with the pepper spray tan and he lay down on the concrete. <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz. Rabies and bunnies, let me think about it for a second over here. First thing I need are two sticks and an ivy. And then I can just dance in my little paper hat you bought me. That's weird. <laughs> Senator Marco Rubio. My father was a bald tiger, and he took the bad guy walking in the sunshine. The big intestines about to drip. Me, I just like to pound the shrimp. I own a parrot that doesn't drink. <laughs> that uh, is absolutely awesome. I wish I don't know I had how that they much do it. Time on my hands. To I know. Sit around and edit and it, right. Yes, and can yeah. you imagine how hard that is to to find, find the right word. words to fit what they're saying, and then it kind of it kind of goes to the theme they're sort of presenting. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that's good work. Yes, that's, it is. It's tough to do. That's genius. Very funny. Uh, really good stuff. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. I got kind of a battle brewing with this uh, Black Lives Matter guy who's really not black, <laughs> and uh, and it's interesting because they we. Uh, the Blaze did a story about him the other day. He claims that he was severely beaten by a white mob when he was 15 years old and almost left for dead. They just mercilessly beat him and that he had permanent injuries. His body never fully healed from it. <clears throat> on and on and on. All because he was a black guy <clears throat> and then they were an angry white mob. Well, he's not even black. Right. And it wasn't a mob. It was one kid who beat him up because he was threatening a girl for $8. Right, and he goes after... So yesterday he goes after The Blaze and Glenn Beck on Twitter, which, of course, Glenn, other than it being his site, which I guess you could pin it on Glenn, he's like, I think he just put Glenn in there because he wanted to rally his oh, yeah. little troops over at the, at the Daily Cost. But he goes on and on in 36 tweets and on uh, Facebook posts, and he never actually addresses the uh, the fact of, is he white or not? Everyone's going, yeah, but are you really actually black? That's kind of the thing here. You're claiming that you're having all of these things happen to you because you're <clears> black, but it says on the police report, white. So just say, was the guy wrong? Was the, did the guy write the wrong, did he put the wrong race on the police report? And he never answers that. He just goes on and on about how his family's complicated and and it's a, it's a dysfunctional family, and yada, yada, yada. His family's not to bring complicated. Up. His, his mom is white, and, and his, his dad, dad is a white. white. Right. And so, yeah. so, so he's, not all that complex. Right. And, um, and so he's just going on and on on Twitter. And then, and then he posts this thing, like, to deflect. He just goes, well, yeah, but in the meantime, while we're all arguing about this, in the last, you know, 30 days, 136 people were killed by police. And, uh, and so I, I brought, <laughs> look at this. Look at this kid. Tell Man. me that's a black kid. That is, <clears throat> it's a black kid. That is a black kid. Thank Look you for that. telling me that. But, and also, too, the way he talks, he makes it sound like he was growing up in, uh, you know, Alabama 1958. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. you're 30 years old. Like, you know, right. I, I'm not saying there's no ever examples of... of Look at this. Look at that. I mean... Total even, white kid. Not even close. I think, I think he's whiter than me. <laughs> there's his dad. <laughs> Well, his dad's clearly a black man. Oh, clearly my gosh. a black guy. Clearly a black guy. And there's his brother. 
<laughs> oh man! Oh, that's great. What do they think? That's great. I mean, and there he is with he somebody. Does, he look. Just imagine him without a, a must, without the mustache, mm -hmm. and just like you know, without the glasses. Well, he's he's doing a Rachel uh, Dolezal. Yes. Thing. He's trying to look black, but right. he's he's got not. he's got black hair, and then that like you know, so he's able to kind of do the hairline thing. But that's about all he's got going, and then the rest of his skin is just white. There's a good picture. I don't know if it's coming up, but there's another one of him like doing a rope climb or something, and he's—I mean, his skin is like Casper white, like whiter than white. But it, but he posts on his on his Instagram and everything, you know, that all a lot of them are in black and white, this like is, to obviously hide the fact that he's not black. It, it's a really weird phenomenon yeah. what's going on right sure. now with all these white people claiming they're black and then ascending to black positions in certain organizations like the NAACP or Black Lives Matter. I would think the blacks who are really black would be really pissed about this this guy how too. dare you pose as one of us and claim these positions and claim this this victimhood when you lived an entirely white life white life and not only that this guy i think the real problem i would have uh, and i do have and especially would have if i were black is he duped oprah winfrey into thinking he's black and got a scholarship to an all-black college did he really yes more he went to morehouse i mean that's oh my gosh you know so and uh, and i guess that's like an oprah winfrey scholarship or something i, I mean i can't wow. say i mean i just read that in an article i can't say that i know all of the history of sean king but uh but it's just unbelievable these guys just have no problem blatantly lying and that should be a problem when that's a leader of a movement so his friend has jumped in to say on twitter that uh sean got called the n-word uh just as much if not more than myself or any of my black friends and family while growing up in versailles mm. in versailles france <laughs> did you grow up in france right a lot of black people there uh, you know, I, I can't help how racist uh, the French people are. Unless there's a, like, Versailles, Idaho yeah, that I don't I know he, about. I think he was America somewhere. Yeah. But um, uh, but it's interesting because if you're a white kid and you're being called the N-word, they're probably just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or that's a way of acceptance because that's what they call their friends. Yeah. You know, isn't that the culture right now? We, they all call each other that in a nice way. Uh, this is an amazing story. we got more on this and, and so much more coming up on the Patents Do Show with Dan Andros today. Then there's Jared. Cool. Man, that's an ugly story. Sure. He's a little bit of a pickle. Yeah. Late seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu today with uh, Dan Andros. Stu's in for uh, Dana tonight. Now, yesterday you saw this guy, this Black Lives Matter guy, or he or his friend. I guess he tweeted out that uh, the real point is that since Sandra Bland died in police custody, one hundred and thirty-six people have been killed by police. Right. His tweet was something like one hundred and thirty-six have been, and he made it look like these police are just out there just yeah, shooting, randomly gunning shooting people, people down. But that is such a misleading way to put that. Everyone oh, on his feed was he didn't he didn't link it to a source. Number one, 
and everyone on his feet is going, ah, oh, the killing has to stop. Well, he didn't say if how many of these were justifiable. I mean, there is a such thing as justifiable use of they, force. They could all be. Oh, they could all be. And probably are. They could, and I had some of these people on Twitter going after me going, oh, you're a follower of Christ and you're for the police executions? Like, no, I'm not for police executions. What I'm for is if there's a crazy man running into a movie theater with a gun, I'm all for the cop coming in and shooting that guy. When somebody comes to Garland and tries to shoot up a Muz uh, Muhammad cartoon event, I'm all for the cops shooting that guy. Those would be police killings, according to Sean King, mm -hmm. that are automatically bad. And they could be white people. And they, they could didn't be white differentiate people. differentiate on that. Didn't differentiate, didn't link it, but that's, that is, they don't have a problem with somebody blatantly misleading and lying at no, the top of their don't. movement. No, they don't. Uh, so um, this guy will will continue to uh, follow, I'm sure, and he'll probably be fine, just like uh, Rachel Dolezal, who I think is still she's still uh, in the NAACP. I think she's gone from that, but she said she was going to continue her work for black people. Yeah, um, uh, and yeah. she's still white, and she's still white, suffering under still the oppression white. of white people who think they're black. Right, it's a, it's a terrible <laughs> oppression that's going on right now. It's like you know the new civil rights movement. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, now, another surprise that we had this week was, you know, Subway Jared, and he uh, has pleaded guilty after a federal investigation revealed years of flying to New York for sex with minors at the Ritz and Plaza and trading homemade child porn with the director of his charity, who he really threw under the bus yeah. when, when he was caught, what was that, last year sometime? And uh, Jared just dismissed him out of hand like, you know, I've got nothing further to do with this guy and all of that. And then it turns out he's involved in it with him. This so is, I mean, can we just really have bad, one really person bad. in society who's not into child porn or on AshleyMadison.com that Josh Duggar was it was he was one of the guys on AshleyMadison.com and. For the love of Pete, can there be anyone, one person in society, that's all I'm asking for, one person who's not out there molesting kids or doing something just absolutely, it's like, you, you can't look at any of these people anymore. Any, I mean, not that anyone was looking to Jared for any sort of inspiration, but. No, but they were. I mean, he was, seriously, I mean, he was, he was an inspiration. That's why Subway used him. He was an inspiration mm -hmm. to eat healthy and lose weight. Yeah, I guess, His yeah. foundation, he was an inspiration. He traveled the country trying to inspire people to donate to charities and to help people. Oh, that's what he was doing. Sex with minors. And oh yes, and he was having uh, sex with oh, minors. And, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just, now know. I'm not a big uh, Josh Josh Duggar follower. He's yeah, the one with the nineteen yes, kids. He was one of the Is he kids the dad? From, no, he's one, he's of, the one kids of the kids from nineteen and okay. from whatever that show is. I don't watch that show either. But the previous scandal was he it was revealed that when he was like 13 or something, he had he inappropriately touched his yeah. sister, who was like, I don't know, young at the time. And so, but at that time, they apparently like, you know, went through all these things and handled it. There was some shady ways that they handled it, I think, with the police but they dealings got and stuff. But they got through it, and, you know, he was open and honest, allegedly, with the woman he married and said, hey, this is in my past and blah, 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 which I thought was, you know, more stand-up than a lot of people would do with some of their dark parts of their past. But then it turns out that he had an account on AshleyMadison.com, as revealed by this hack, oh, uh, where he had an account for two years, and they listed some of his favorite things, which were... Uh, I just want to say that if you go to uh, trustify.info slash check, you can see if your email address was part of the hack. Uh, and why would you know that website, so you Jeffy? You go to trustify.info slash check, <laughs> see if your email was... now. They have the a, uh, as I was reading, Ashley Madison has a $250 affair guarantee. 
So did you go for the affair guarantee or? I'm just saying that if you wanted to check and see if your email address was on, as part of the hack, you could right. go to that okay. site right. I just That's mentioned. That's all he's willing to, to say at this point. I right. understand. I understand. Okay. Uh, <laughs> court, court papers state that uh, Jared Fogle paid two minors for sex, including a 17-year-old prostitute he met online, took her to the plaza and the Ritz, also admitted accepting child porn filmed by uh, the former head of his foundation, Russell Taylor. Now, Katie Fogle, who was his second wife announced she's divorcing him while uh while he's in federal court uh he faces up to 12 and a half years she's will have to, have to register as a sex offender and pay 1.4 million in, in restitution he's also alleged to have had sex with a woman's horse what he is also alleged to have sex with a woman's horse and sent her a photo of uh, another photo which i'm not going to describe uh, wow. What in the world? He is one. And, and the wife was not looking for a divorce. She was looking guy. for dissolution. Yeah. Man, she, I mean, she wanted it. Gone. How do you? I mean, I, okay. Wow. How I, do I just, you? Whoa. I mean, I didn't know that part about the horse yeah, or the, the, just the, now. the dogs. Just now. It's just, That's I did sick. not know that. How? Sick. I mean, I'm not going to. How do you go through a man? Maybe he's really good at hiding it. But how well, if you're on the road all the time, and he was, and he he traveled a lot, I'm sure that I'm sure that he hit it well. And they showed that he had uh, the one girl he had text messages with that he ended up he was after her to get younger girls. Yeah, I saw and the then, one in exchanges where he was like, he was like, hey, hey, you should start posting on Craigslist, and he's asking for twelve year olds. Like, what in the world? Right. I mean, and the youngest, I think he had he had accepted or been a part of pictures. Of, I think the youngest they said was six, but the, he was he wasn't having. Uh, I don't want to I'm not trying to justify anything, but he wasn't having sex with the six-year-olds. That was he was having sex with. The that's teenagers. where he draws. That's where he draws the line. Is at six. I, I guess he does. Seven yes. and up, he's he's good. Once once Bad. they're in first grade and grade school, then he's good to go. So and I was telling Pat, you know, yesterday, and I just thought about this yesterday when we, I was reading some of the some of the case on Jared. Because I've met him a couple times in in Tampa. He came I'm to sure Florida. You have. Uh, he I'm came sure to Florida a couple him, times Jeffrey. for for <laughs> Subway and his, his charity and events and stuff. And he was a pretty nice guy. I mean, I liked him all right. He was okay. But at one point uh, in Tampa, when he came to uh, hawk whatever event he was hawking, and he's Jared. I mean, you know, always let him in. Sure, we'll talk to you. And uh, he said, I remember him going I, that he wanted to use my computer, and he used my computer for quite a while. Uh, the one time in Tampa. I'm glad that I don't work there anymore. That's all I'm saying. Anything on that computer, all of it wasn't mine. <laughs> all of it right. wasn't yours. Somehow okay. I got to think, Jeffy, yeah. that between your computer and his computer, there is probably not the hugest uh, line of... Oh, yeah, I would disagree with that. I'm not mine, saying that... Because he was not doing it for work. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as for this Ashley Madison thing, the uh, hackers who breached them online made good on their threat and dumped 9.7 gigabytes of website data online uh, and posted uh, a message aimed at the victims, Wired, according to Wired. Avid Life Media has failed to take down Ashley Madison and established men, the hackers wrote. We have explained the fraud, deceit, and stupidity of ALM and their members. Now everyone gets to see their data. Keep in mind, the site is a scam with thousands of fake female profiles. See Ashley Madison fake profile lawsuit. 90 to 95% of actual users are male. <gasps> That's, wow. 
If that's true, that's pretty bad. This is from a former client, I'll bet you. I'll bet you these are former clients who are just pissed off that there weren't enough women uh, on the site to have affairs with. And so they went to some hackers so, and then... Yep. Yeah. Chances are your man signed up on the world's biggest affair site but never had one. He just tried to, if that distinction matters. Find yourself in here? Uh, it was ALM that failed you and lied to you. Prosecute them and claim damages, then move on with your life. Learn your lessons, make amends. Embarrassing now, but you'll get over it. Wow. Jeez. So who's the Oof. hero here? Are you for the hackers or? N no. Uh, everyone's no. bad. Everyone's there's, there's no winner in this. this. Yeah, there's yeah. Just no winner in that. Because they say victims. And, yeah, I don't feel so bad for the people either that were. No. You know, the whatever. victims are going to be the wives uh, yep. and the, and the kids and the families that are broken now. Uh, more Pat and Stu coming up. 32 million people. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. 32 million. Unbelievable. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It is uh, Pat and Stu today with Dan Andros. Um, apparently, on June sixteenth, Baltimore <clears throat> Baltimore resident Julie Baker initiated a GoFundMe campaign titled "Relentlessly Gay." Said that she had been promoted uh, she had been promoted to start it at the suggestion of her seventeen year old daughter when an anonymous neighbor sent her a letter regarding rainbow jar lights displayed in her yard. There they are. <clears throat> And here's the uh, rainbow jar lights. And apparently a neighbor didn't like that. Um, and was the, left a little note that said, your yard is becoming relentlessly gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, myself and others in the neighborhood ask that you tone it down. This is a Christian area, and there are children. Keep it up, and I'll be forced to call the police on you. Your, your kind need to have respect for God. Right, that doesn't sound suspicious mm. at all. Uh, uh, but I, if, if we have the picture of the letter, too, uh, I don't know if they have that, but the letter was just printed out, like, on a Word. It was basically printed out on a Word doc in, like, large font. And it's just very, mm -hmm. like, really? Is this, how, is this how the upset Christians are dealing with this situation? And it turns out, <clears throat> no, this isn't how they're, do they're dealing <laughs> huh. with it. She has some weird technique where she, like, randomly... Uh, capitalizes all the words right, in a sentence, right. uh, like every third word or whatever. I, I don't, I don't know the pattern exactly, but the pattern was on the letter that was written too. The note that was written <laughs> that said your yard is becoming relentlessly gay. So she she set up a, a GoFundMe page that uh, apparently it exceeded its orig original goal of five thousand, and she raised twenty three thousand dollars, and was still raising more money. Then it turns out. She wrote the note. She hasn't admitted that yet, right? right. But everybody no, suspects hasn't. now that this is a hoax. Right. And nobody in her neighborhood actually said, your yard is becoming relentlessly gay. Right. And the update on the story was, and the thing that really set off the alarm bells was, they, all this money went into her account, 20 some thousand dollars, and she shuts it down going, well, some people are, you know, blah, 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 so I'm just going to stop it. And... You know, like a month later or two months later, there were no... Because she, she promised in the GoFundMe campaign to make her yard even more... Relentlessly gay. gay. Relentlessly gay. Mm -hmm. And nothing has been added to it since. 
So $20,000 in decor. That's a lot of decorations you could buy. You could make your house pretty relentlessly gay with $20,000. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, I mean, head on down to Hobby Lobby and buy some decorations. But um, they haven't put not one thing up there at all. So everyone's like, okay, what are you doing with the money? What did you do with the money? Do you have any update on what you plan to do with the money? And apparently it's uh, just put it in the ING. Yeah. And <laughs> I... I mean, I don't, how many of these kinds of stories, how many of these gay hoaxes have we, have we seen lately? There's been a ton of them. Yeah, and, you, and they need them because their real one is going into a freaking baker shop and saying, you yeah. know, like, they won't put a gay wedding cake together for me. The one thing that the, the baker won't do. That's their big atrocity right now. They'll sell them a cake. Yeah. You just won't do a wedding cake a certain for their specific gay wedding. One, correct, yeah. with something you disagree with, which... I mean, it should be common sense that you shouldn't have to force someone to put something, a product of theirs that is their labor that they don't agree with. Like, it just, whether you agree with them or not, they should have that right to do that. Yeah, the, uh, the unfortunate problem with this is that, that uh, some on the left are now becoming so blatant about their belief that we shouldn't have the right to have our own conscience, that we shouldn't be able to have our own uh, expression of, of beliefs and our values that they're actually stating it, that religious freedom extends only in the building in which you worship. So, in other words, you have the right at church to do whatever you want. Right. But when you leave church, you, you know, you left your religious freedom there, too. Right. Freedom of worship zones. Very, very much a founding father principle. Let's just have freedom of worship little zones where once you go out of that, then no. Just zip it up. Don't, don't talk about it anymore. I, I mean, this is a frightening, frightening trend mm -hmm. that's going on. And, and obviously some people um, who are, are homosexual have an actual agenda to, uh, to make Christians look like they're nothing but haters. And in so doing, they can, they can somehow take away our, our religious freedom is what I think their, their, their uh, thought process is. And that's why these kinds of things keep happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I, think it, I think it goes beyond <clears throat> just trying to put up a GoFundMe page and make $23,000. Uh, I think there's a definite agenda with some militants that they just want to end our freedom of expression. Right. Well, they, look, no one wants to say this, but the bottom <clears throat> line is uh, what religion does is confront them with with a view that what they're doing is not right. And so, you know, mm -hmm. nobody can force you to do anything, but they have to look at that and then contemplate whether or not what they're doing in their lifestyle is right or wrong. And they just don't want to see it. Yeah. You know, because they obviously yeah. are convinced they're right, but they don't want to hear the other side of that. And that's just, like, to me, that's the pushback, is you don't want to see that. You don't want to see that presented to you uh, and be questioned in what you're doing is wrong, because who wants to be questioned when you're going down a certain path? And, you know, but, <clears throat> but this isn't the way to do it. They're setting a terrible precedent, because when the shoe's on the other foot, and suddenly, well, when it's your thing that they've decided is, is not acceptable anymore, then how mm -hmm. are you going to like it? It's I don't a, know how they don't see that. but uh, I, I don't either, but uh, I think some do. Some do. We've seen that the do. lesbian uh, couple that right. I think owned a print shop. Yeah. They get it. Yeah, they the do. Business should not the right. Because you, you, I just don't know how you can miss the point that at some time it could turn around right on you and you're going to be the one. It's, it's, it's a di dictatorial mentality and a mob mentality, and that's just not the way this country is set up. Tammy Bruce gets it. Um, I've seen her on Fox a few times lately, and uh, she's, if you're not familiar, she's pretty uh, conservative lesbian. 
openly lesbian, and uh, she has been speaking out really strongly against the uh, militant mentality of some homosexuals. Um, and the person we talked to, I can't remember her name. Who is the who is the lesbian we talked to on radio a couple of weeks ago? Do you remember that? And she was like. You know, stop with the uh, wedding cake thing. Leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. Leave them alone. We don't want to do. I keep telling yeah, the popcorn she, lady in yeah, Seattle. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, she yeah, kept yeah. saying, "I keep telling my gay friends we don't want to do exactly what we're accusing right. them of." Yeah. <laughs> I just I love it when people get, get it. it. Get it. It's like the light bulb <clears throat> goes off, but it's the popular thing right now. It is. It is triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Also, this straight out of Compton movie, which is uh, portraying police as brutal murderers uh, and killers, and they they just want to take down all black people. Uh, apparently, met, left some interesting aspects of the group NWA, which is the feature of the movie. Uh, you know, Dr. Dre, Easy E, and Ice Cube left some important details of their lives out. Wait, no, what? yeah, you're saying uh, they skipped some of the they skipped bad. some of the domestic abuse and some of the criminality and some of the things that those three wonderful guys were doing. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> that didn't fit the agenda either. You know, just like in the homosexual community, if it doesn't fit the agenda, let's not talk let's about not that. Talk about it. And so we're not going to talk about this either. And it's interesting because that. It'll probably be week number two that that'll be the number one movie at the box yeah. office. And <clears throat> millions of people across the country are going to have a really nice idea of what the police are all about. Beck, it's Pat and Stu today with uh, Dan Andros. Stu is in for uh, Dana tonight. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. This Planned Parenthood thing. If this doesn't bring down Planned Parenthood, if this doesn't bring down Roe v. Wade, uh, there's something radically wrong in our society. Yeah. Of course, we knew that to begin with, but this is more indication of just how far afield we are. Because uh, this is unbelievable. This, the clip that we're about to play for you, all by itself, should bring down abortion. Right. It, it should just, this should end this hideous practice. Every one of these videos, compl- like, they need to be seen. I've, I've seen so many people that say, hey, you know, I, I can't look at the parts. Mm-hmm. You know what? You've got to see it. The reason why this crap exists mm-hmm. is because we're not looking at it. And, uh, um, and every single one of these things absolutely ruins my day. I'm, like, literally ill the rest of the day because it's just so disturbing. I, if this doesn't, if these videos don't, Take them down. I don't know what will. I don't know if you if you can't if baby parts on a plate can't freaking take you down. I, I don't know what will. Yeah, I nothing will. Um, let's take a look at this first video. So then I hear her call my name. Hey, Ollie, come over here. I want you to see something kind of cool. This is kind of neat. So I'm over here, and this is the moment I see it. I'm just flabbergasted. This is the most gestated be this and closest thing to a baby I've seen and she's like okay I want to show you something so she has one of her instruments and she just taps the heart and it starts beating 
And I'm sitting mm. here and I'm looking at this fetus and its heart is beating. And I don't know what to think. And she's like, you know why that's happening? And I knew why it was happening. It's because the electrical current was, the nodes were still firing. And I don't know if that constitutes it's technically dead or it's alive. It had a face. It wasn't completely torn up. And its nose was very pronounced. It's it had eyelids. Oh my gosh. Moving. And its mouth was pronounced. And then since the fetus was so, so intact, she said, Okay, well this is a really good fetus and it looks like we can procure a lot from it. Um, we're gonna procure brain. You see what was laying in that uh oh. Uh, and that, and that I, I don't, I don't know what it was they were holding the baby in. That was not a fetus. That was a baby. That was a baby. I mean, that was a baby. That legs moving. That and... is on. That is unbelievable. A fully formed baby, laying there, having just been aborted, uh, moving on on the uh, surface, and they, they consider that tissue. This is criminal. And not this only is that, absolutely criminal. Just how deceived like they are you know and how blind they are to sit there and say hey look at this this is yeah, really kind of cool. cool this is really cool check this out you're hitting a heart and it's a heart beating and she's and she's obviously she was kind of in that mode before and, and struggling with it throughout this if you've seen the other videos she was obviously mm -hmm. kind of like eh, i'm not so sure like you know but they those people in that office must be so far gone oh the doctors who were doing this so, just so immune to it that yeah. that it you almost have to be like wait a minute what like you know what what am i actually doing here she's what she was saying there and she didn't actually say the word but she was saying like is this a life or not is this baby alive and of course you know, it is and it is the heart's it's, beating yes it's a baby it's arms and legs you know. it's, it's just really and it's not because of electrical current you didn't plug this body into an outlet yeah it's because the baby is alive <laughs> the baby's alive i got good god Ooh, i know that's good electrical things are firing now you didn't just plug something in that's not a toaster laying there <laughs> that's not a toaster it's a kid that is just it's, it's unbelievable really you know, and i know i know evil that it's evil and i know that in these videos they're trying to do the sort of the al capone thing where they're trying to catch them on the where they're breaking the law because it's legal to abort babies so mm -hmm. they're trying to catch them on the part where they're breaking the law but the real goal i think of these videos is to just show you how wrong abortion is i mean i i don't see how you can possibly watch these videos mm -hmm. and be okay with abortion i, I don't either especially that one the one yeah. we just saw should yeah. again should bring it down all by itself yeah. all by itself and then and you might think she's lying, but then they showed you the proof of the, the baby laying there. Right. They also talked to a doctor uh, in, in an, an, another segment where I, I saw like a, uh, uh, a sort of a highlights reel of these mm -hmm. uh, videos. And right after she kind of testifies what she testifies of, they ask a doctor if sometimes after the abortion, is the heart still beating? And he said, oh, yeah, so, yeah, so they're, they're still beating at times, yeah. yeah. So if you think she's lying, they back it up with one of the abortion doctors admitting to it. Right, yeah, one of the, one of the more powerful parts in the series was a similar moment earlier on when she was talking about the body parts in a pan, and I was like, no. And then at the end of the video, they're like, they had gotten back there, and then they show you the parts in the pan. And, and so it totally lends credibility to her story, so I'm, for, for whatever she's claiming. It's absolutely staggering video it's
probably the most powerful one of its kind I've yeah. ever seen. It is. This is no different than Gosnell. Like they liked when Gosnell yep. came in. You yeah. know, uh, to me, it's no different. He was just doing it a, f a couple weeks later than even these guys. But it's it's no different. You know, you're 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 killing. I, I don't care if it's one second in the womb, one second out. Like, what's the difference? It's yes. murder. She. They, there's more from Holly uh, as she tells you gruesome details of what yeah. goes on. So. I, the moment I hear something, that means we're going to have to cut the head open. We're going to have to cut the head open. So, it's like, okay, so what you do is you go through the face. I'm thinking, no, I don't want to do this. And she takes the scissors and she makes a small incision right here. Jeez. And goes, I would say, to maybe a little bit through the mouth. And she's like, okay, can you go the rest of the way? And I'm like, Yes. And I didn't want to do this. And so she gave me the scissors and told me that I have to cut down the middle of the face. Jeez. And I can't even like describe like what that feels like. And I remember picking it up and finishing going through the rest of the face and Jessica picking up the brain and putting it in the container with the media. So they pick up the brain and after cutting open the baby's face, there's not a face on tissue. I don't know if you've noticed this, but tissue doesn't have a face. Tissue doesn't have a brain. No. Um, uh, broccoli doesn't have a brain or a face. No. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a Volkswagen. It's not a Buick. It's a baby cutting through the face, extracting the brain for research. I mean, this is as gruesome and grisly and evil a thing as I've ever heard of. Yeah, and she's talking in there about how you can't describe what it feels like. You know who can? BTK and other disgusting, sick, twisted serial killers who mutilate bodies because mm -hmm. it's no different. And she knew it. And I, and I give her credit for admitting that she did all this stuff because yeah. she obviously feels horrible about it now, but and you could tell by watching her. And it takes courage to admit that she did this. But cutting a face open? Uh, how? Uh, Terrific. It's and, but, but she's grappling with it, but the other people are like, this is great, we're going to get a brain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Lost. So far lost. So apparently you did a uh, uh, segment on um, why it's time to defend the defenseless. Yeah, I mean, you know, with these videos coming out, and of course they still don't trend in the media. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't. I mean, Twitter, this one came out on Tuesday and didn't trend. I think the first one probably trended and, and made some waves, but the ones after that, none of them have trended. You know, and it's all ridiculous yeah, things Donald like, you know, Trump movie title Tuesday. And it's like, you know, and <laughs> Donald Trump. Mm. Um, so it was frustrating to me. And, and, I, and I believe that a lot of that reason is people just don't want to look at the parts. So I thought, you know what, maybe make a video and try to appeal to the fact that this is a life and uh, try to make it a call to reason, basically, to, to, uh, to, to bring sanity back into this, uh, into this uh, issue. So. And here's that. Every generation has a defining moment. It's how they face it that goes down in history. Thank you, that is terrible. Future generations look back 
at all the movies and the books, and they see who stood tall. They see who stood on the wrong side of history, and they see who didn't even stand at all. That moment, future generations will look back on to judge this one is here, right now. The veil's been torn. The deceptive words that have masked an unspeakable evil for decades were shattered and wiped away in just a few short, devastating videos. The greatest genocide we have ever known is going on right now and happening on our watch. More have perished in this genocide than in the Holocaust, the Armenian genocide, the Greek genocide, the Soviet famine, the Rwandan genocide, Darfur, and 30 more of the most notorious atrocities in world history combined. All of it sanctioned, made acceptable with words. It's my choice. A woman has a right to her own body. It's only tissue, embryo, a fetus. One word is conveniently left out, a word that changes everything. Human tissue, human embryo, human fetus. Even the law that prohibits the trafficking of fetal tissue doesn't just say fetal tissue. It says human fetal tissue because the science is quite settled. It's a human being. Before you move the set, I'll we'll make sure we have all the other two. So you feel like you have a good hold of him? There's not one documented example in the history of the entire world where a human embryo or human fetus grew into a cat or an elephant or a plant or a tree or some other inanimate object. It's a human life. And life is never a mistake. It's never a punishment. It's not to be treated casually or just discarded at a whim when inconvenient. It is a gift, and it is always beautiful. From the very moment of conception, the very essence of who you are, your DNA, it's formed. In two weeks, the nervous system. Shortly after that, the heart beats. Then the spinal cord forms. By week eight, all structures are present in the human body. Yet abortion is legal up to 22 weeks in 46 states. The most horrific scenes in those videos you've been seeing, the baby was only 18 weeks. Imagine how much bigger those little arms and feet and legs are at 20 weeks, 21, 24, 26. How are we letting this happen? We're out of step with the world. Our laws are on par with Russia and China. This is our moment to shed the shackles of clever wording. Our time to stop dehumanizing what every scientific fact <laughs> and rational bone in our body points to as a human. It's our time to defend the defenseless, speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. It's our time to start a new conversation, to fix reason firmly in her seat and say, no, this choice is not okay. It's time we declare that we will no longer accept our taxpayer dollars going towards this butchery. And beyond that, we will no longer accept this mockery of human life. This, not income inequality, not minimum wage hikes, this is our defining moment. Future generations are watching closely. How do you want to be remembered? The choice is yours, but choose wisely because millions of lives literally depend on it.
Uh, wow, that was <laughs> that was powerful, Dan. Uh, yes, it was. That was powerful. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Tweet that, Facebook that, get that out. Let's make that no kidding trend because uh, you can't look at that and think this is okay. Uh, it's amazing. Um, in fact, let's let's do this next break, and yeah. uh, we'll come let's back do that. with that and too. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Pat and Stu with uh, Dan Andros, who just made me cry moments ago. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, so well done, Dan. Thank you. That was incredible. And I, I know you feel that so sincerely. And uh, I just hope people see that. Yeah, uh, I mean, me too. Yes. I, I, again, I don't know how this doesn't bring down the, the abortion industry, the uh, okay. Planned Parenthoods of the world. Uh, it was an abortion mill. Yeah. They do more abortions there than anybody else, and then they try to claim that that's just a tiny fraction of what a they do. A tiny fraction. And not only that, they're like a 400 to 1 abortion to adoption ratio. So if you walk in there as a scared, pregnant teen... That's uh, what they're, they're selling. That's what they're selling you. They're selling yeah. you abortion. I mean, you can see in the videos how just casually they... You know, don't, they just don't care about. They just don't care about the life at all. I mean, like you see politicians say a lot of times, "Well, we need to make abortion safe, legal, and rare." Well, mm. the rare part they don't seem to really care about no. at all. No. And uh, and, uh, and why? Would, and again, it's just the inconsistencies in in their view. Uh, you know, come out with things like that with with saying rare. Well, why would you want to make it rare if this is a choice that's acceptable and it's it's okay and you're fine with it being legal? Then why does it need to be rare? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why not do it every single time if yeah. you think it's okay and you don't want your kid punished with a baby? By the way, I snuck that line in there, and I don't know if anybody noticed it. <laughs> I did notice it, actually. <laughs> but, yes, uh, I did notice it. You know, but uh, what was the number in China? How many abortions? Um, China, they're way ahead of us. China and, and Russia was bad. Vietnam was bad. I forget the exact number. China was somewhere so, around 7 million. Yeah, three, three they have a, they have no communist countries ahead of us. Three communist countries and then us. Oh, and then, wow. and yeah. we didn't put it on there because the graphic would have gotten too confusing to see in one second. But the next one after us was so far down. I forget which country it was, but we're at 1.5 or whatever it was. That number was million abortions yeah. a year. The next country, the fifth country of the whole planet, was like 500,000. Wow. Wow. So, so wow. Russia, Vietnam... China, America, here, mm-hmm. rest of the world down here. I mean, we're, we're way out of step with the world on that. Yeah, and, and then we go and lecture them about making abortion right. more uh, readily available. <laughs> and, and we're going to give you more money if you provide more abortions right. for your people. Uh, let's, let's it's spread it around the globe. It, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, DHS employees are using government charge cards to spend uh, $31,413 at Starbucks. <laughs> so I just want you to know that your taxpayer dollars are going to a good cause. Department of Homeland Security employees at a government charge card um, used government charge cards to make purchases totaling over 31000 according to a new audit. Uh, the IG conducted the audit, audit to see whether DHS implemented quality internal controls. Uh, they didn't have sufficient oversight for these pur- purchases. Um, from fiscal year 2012 to 2014, DHS made tra- transactions totaling $400 million a year on this government credit card 400 million they've got a pretty high limit that's it on that though card. right and then that's it. be a platinum card i'm right. guessing <laughs> and this is the dhs yeah, so 
So we're going to see in the, shortly in the coming weeks when it's budget time that, well, we need to keep America safe. And uh, so we're going to need to increase that budget. Mm -hmm. And it just drives me insane. And, you know, this is how it always works with government employees, too. Like, I, I know I knew I have a few friends up north when I lived up there who worked for the government. And their mentality was, okay, we have a budget. You know, our department, whatever, has a million dollars. And we, but they have to spend it. Otherwise, or, they or, don't get it back. Or else they don't get it back the next year. If, if you actually do a good job and save money and say, like, our budget's a million, well, we came in at 750000 this year. Congratulations. That's all you, you need. They're like, well, then we're going to give you seven fifty next year. And then, so all the department heads say, oh, well, wait a minute, find a way to spend that $1 million or else right. we're not going to get the funding. It's absolutely insane. It is. And they found that about 49%, so almost half of the transactions didn't comply with at least one of the requirements set forth in the purchase uh, card manual. Oh, look, every company has care. some discrepancies. <laughs> every company <laughs> every, every company has some discrepancies, Pat. And I mean, frankly, we... I don't care about companies because I'm not contributing to those companies unless I choose to. Right. What I care about is are my taxpayer dollars. Right. Well, uh, look, I know I, like this. I realize that's, so, your, that's your agenda, but right. everybody has a, a little, <laughs> little discrepancy on their bills now and yeah, then. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's easier to have discrepancies, though, when you know at the end of the year your screw-ups are just going to be like, all right, well, we'll just tax them more. And we'll just take some more money. So <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll print some more, and it's all good. Yeah, it's exactly all good. right. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, also, the Washington Free Beacon is, spent, is reporting that feds are spending half a million dollars texting rural Americans to stop dipping. <laughs> now, look, I hate dipping as much as anybody. Uh, it's vile. It, I mean, just the smell of chewing tobacco is so so bad that it could make me vomit. Well, and you've got to carry a cup around, too, and then yeah. the guy's like, we don't have to. Yeah, well, you could just well, spit it out on the floor as they do, do, that. As they do in be... Montana. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, in, in every school I went to in Montana, there was we always in the water this. fountain. You take out <laughs> the plug. chew and flop it in the, into the water fountain, and there's big gobs of it all over the. As you go to take a drink, and it's like, okay, no, maybe not. Look, did you guys ever whether it's on the floor? Where do you want me to put it? Uh, okay, I put it on. The, somebody will get it there. Somebody yeah, will maybe it a up. toilet, maybe a garbage can. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever try dip? Uh, no, I can't even stand the smell. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried it one time and vomit? I, I vomited. Yeah. I mean it was I was in college, you know, so drinking days. But uh I had a, had a few drinks, not a lot, but somebody's like, Hey, you want some of this? Yeah, I'll try it. And uh I forget what it was. I think it was like Copenhagen or something. But oh man. I was like, Oh, it's not so bad and I must have swallowed half of it because I didn't know what the heck oh, I was doing. And so did man. half an hour later I'm I'm in the bathroom the rest of the night. I must say there's a number of things that you can do over the course of your lifetime that the first time you try will make you barf. <laughs> And if you go back the next time, I it should have stuck with it. Is what you're it saying? Doesn't. I should have yeah. stuck with it. Okay. I, it, it, that's hard for me to understand. <laughs> not being a person really? who vibes and that kind of stuff. Huh. But huh. after the first time where you puked, right? Why is there a second time? Well, well I will say, I will say this: for, for drinking, at least, there is like a period of fun. Yeah. So you, you're all hyped up, and then it's fun, and then there's the vomit. So you at least get that. With the with the dip, I did not experience the period of fun. Did I just, you have the fun after, though? Maybe you see a lot of people, after, even after after you puke, then you still have a little bit of the, the dip. No, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was done. <laughs> so you went back a second time. You went back a second and time. And was it pleasant? Did you? I didn't say that I went back a second time. <laughs> yeah. I just said that there were did a you number of things that you could. Did you? Oh, you always do. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I mean, almost that's everybody why, does, why, yeah, right? That's why all your uncles or cousins. Whoever so is weird chew, to me. Stick it in your mouth as Look, a kid. Here, Tudis, go ahead. If chocolate made me vomit, there's no way I'm going back for more chocolate. <laughs> why, why would I? Why? I, I don't understand that. And 
You know, smoking's another thing, because it's not pleasant the first time, right? You're not used to that. I... You get the smoke, you get the tar, you get the true. nicotine, you suck that back, and it's not, not really pleasurable. True. You're coughing, you're hacking it up. No, that's, no? I will say that's the one time. Really? I, think... I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't remember that at <laughs> you all. You had to... It had to be an no unpleasant way. experience the first time. It had to be. It wasn't. It wasn't? No. A cigarette. First time. The no. cigarette was, was friendly to you? Really? So wait a minute. So You felt your, like you were home that very first time. Did your mom Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Did your mom smoke when she, when she was pregnant with no. you? No. No? No. No, my mom never when smoked. Were, really? Mm. Yeah. Go yeah. Next. Huh? Well, I'm just trying to figure I out why you my grand, like... My, my, grand, my grandfather, I'm in big time. Yeah, so hey, give I, me the baby. I was around <laughs> Yeah, my grandfather, big time. He'd be working in the garage. There'd be three going. <laughs> he's, working, he's working in the okay, workshop. There's three going. Just... Yeah. Hey, you never know. I'm going to go over to the bandsaw in a second. Let me guess. He died of lung cancer? Uh, no. Uh, no. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> he burned the garage down. <laughs> All right. And uh, in yet another story of how well our government dollars are being spent. USDA is creating jobs by buying snowmobiles and fire trucks. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and studying <laughs> gluten-free mills and other uh, local initiatives. Federal agency announced $18.1 in loans and grants last month, describing the project as an efficient way to benefit taxpayers. Spending includes $150,000 for two snowmobiles. First, two snowmobile clubs in Vermont. Mm. The Drift Dusters Snowmobile Club will receive $73,500. Nice. How? And the How? Country Rider Snowmobile will get $76,800. Nice. To purchase a snowmobile to support local businesses and promote tourism. It's just so ridiculous. Who approves that? It's just unbelievable. How do you... I, I don't know. A don't nonprofit know organization in Vermont <laughs> is getting a little over $78,000 for a promotional campaign. To attract Canadian shoppers. Huh? Come on. <laughs> no, that's money well spent. That but is. You're right. You've got to have the Canadian the shoppers. You have to have. In Vermont? You have to have Canadian yeah. shoppers gotta, in Not Vermont. just regular shoppers. No, they got to be Canadian. And can't you be responsible for your own, getting your own shoppers to come into the store? What, what do you need a government grant? What, uh, that's great. Wow. That's... So I feel pretty oh, warm yeah, and yeah, toasty yeah. right now. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. All these stories are why I really believe that all Americans should become more self-reliant right now and start to get off the grid sooner rather than later. And it's especially true today. These are really scary times. You know, there's President Obama's refusal to protect the power grid from terrorist attacks. His attempts to bankrupt the coal industry or the potential for an EMP disaster. And this is unbelievable because we, there was a study not too long ago that we could spend $2 billion and protect our entire infrastructure from an EMP attack. We, for some reason, refuse to do it, which is why I'm urging everybody I know, all my friends, you, uh, to take immediate action and prepare now for whatever might happen with the power grid or whatever might happen just with your power at home. If you go, if there's a snowstorm and you lose power for three days, you're going to love this solar generator from Solutions from Science. Phenomenal. It's a, it's a great generator. It runs really quietly. It emits no fumes. It produces an endless supply of electricity from the sun. So it'll run your things like sump pumps and uh, shortwave radios, your computers. It'll run your refrigerator at home, so you're not going to lose all your food. This is awesome. What was that, Jeffy? Yeah, you didn't have your microphone no. on, but 
Is there a place I could go to get one of these? I really, I really want one. Wow, that's a good question. Because you're telling us about it, right? And how what a great product you're looking it is. At it. I'm like. And you're thinking, where do I go? Is there a way to get it? Well, try this. Go to patoffgrid.com. Patoffgrid.com. Okay? Use the coupon code PAT, and you'll get this for half price. What? Half off. Go to Pat Off Grid right now. Beck. It's Pat and Stu today featuring uh, Dan Andros because Stu's in for uh, Dana tonight. Um, Mental Floss has some things you might not know about Target. I always like these lists because they're just kind of fun and it's just things, silly things you just never knew. Um, Like the business started with a church fire. Apparently at the turn of the century, real estate developer George Dayton pulled off, uh, pulled an opportunity out of still simmering embers when he bought a stretch of property in Minneapolis that had previously been home to the Westminster Presbyterian Church. When the church burned down in 1895, Dayton was able to use the grounds to build a six-story commercial building. He felt like it needed a primary store, so he convinced Goodfellow's Dry Goods to relocate there. And that retail business led the family to uh, start Target, the discount franchise, wow. in 1961. So, right. a little the, kind of a circuitous route from the church fire, the church fire to there. Still. Yeah, and now because of that church fire, I go into Target and I spend, when I want to buy one thing, and I spend, mm-hmm. and I get like 400 things. <laughs> Does the same thing happen? Uh, uh, Dan, that's not really just you. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much everybody probably Target, who goes to Target. I believe Target, what they've done now with the Target is they've created this giant magnet. Mm-hmm. And there's not a wife that I know of that isn't pulled into that store. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, they're geniuses, too. They put, like, the bathroom in the back and, and you know, all that other stuff. So if you get the kids, you've got to go in the back or, like, the good things in the back. Then So you, mm-hmm. have to get, you have to loop through the store. But mm-hmm. And before you know it, you've spent quadruple what you wanted to spend. And Target, wouldn't you? The super Target. Wouldn't nice. you classify yeah. Target as sort of an upscale, a little bit more upscale Walmart, yeah. yes. right? Yes. It, yes, it's essentially what it is. You, you try to get the low prices. It's got absolutely everything you need, right. it, except just a little better quality. Right, and there's the, you know there's less people with you know spandex who shouldn't be wearing spandex there, generally speaking. <laughs> that seems to happen at Walmart more than well because it's Target. It's right? Target. It's right. not Walmart. There's a fact about no, Target coming up in this too. Yeah, uh, go ahead and tell us about the uh, Target fact. <laughs> They've been doing this. Has been it's been called that for a long time. I thought it was an Oprah thing or something. I, I did said. too. Yeah, but apparently it was a thing in the '60s because pr- uh, pronouncing Target as though it was a French boutique is older than you think. Douglas Dayton, who inherited the Dayton business along with his brothers uh, after the church fire that we all now mourn, uh, recalled that people were making that joke from the first time the Minneapolis location opened in 1962. That's am- that's amazing. You wouldn't think it would catch on that quickly, mm. right? Because I mean. It, it's not a cultural thing, like yeah. where you're like everyone knows that you're shopping at Target, like the discount store. Right. You know, and how what... many high quality places were there in 1962? I mean, nobody right. even hashtagged many. it. Anything. No. <laughs> right. Uh, also, those big red balls outside outside the store are for your safety. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, plopped unceremoniously in front of many Target locations are giant concrete balls called bollards. Uh, while they do complement the store's red aesthetic, they also serve a functional purpose, and that's to keep cars from driving into the door, uh, okay. in through the door and mauling shoppers. I'd, I'd like that. to attack this logic for a second. So how many times are some, like, what are the odds that someone's going to drive the car 
into the store of mall know. shoppers. You, you never, never know. know, but one in a million? You never know. Well, now, what most stores happen, don't have the big red balls, and it still it doesn't happen. And at it them. still doesn't happen. So, right. But what does happen is every time my kids, like my four-year-old oh, son, who likes to climb it, and he, he's climbing concrete balls and jumping off of them onto concrete. Right. So I'm sure nothing I'm bad not happens ever. Nothing with that. bad ever happens when no. kids are jumping around concrete no. on a ball that you no, can't that's stand always safe. on. No. So it's always so perfectly safe. Good thinking there. Plus, they're, they're about the right height. You can jump from a cart to uh, a ball to the sidewalk yeah. just like that. Yeah, or you can hit the cart. Some people call it falling. <laughs> kids think they're jumping. <laughs> also, apparently, uh, shoppers were evacuated from one store due to a porn emergency <laughs> in San Luis Obispo. Can I tell you how many times? Who among uh, us? Right. Who among us have right. not been part exactly. of a porn, porn emergency? emergency. Oh Thank you God. for bringing that up. <laughs> Store had to clear itself of customers and staff this past July after a hooligan managed to hijack their public announcement system and pipe pornographic noises over the speakers. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> so the San Luis Obispo Tribune reported that management was able to turn off the uh, ecstatic soundtrack following the evacuation. That's funny. Yeah, would have been, I mean. I'm they evacuating the store Come because on, of stop it. it. That's kind of cool. Right. I mean, that is kind of cool, but I mean, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't hacked the TV <laughs> right. wall. Evacuated the <laughs> not store. That I've, not that I've thought uh, about doing that. Yeah. Meanwhile, the. Thank you for putting that suggestion yeah, out there. Seriously, Jeffy. It will probably happen now because of you. You're and welcome. I'm going to tell authorities where they can find you <laughs> right there. Well, look, I, I can't be responsible for every porn emergency. Yeah. They had a porn emergency. Was it 40-year-old virgin that they had the porn emergency <laughs> going on on the, on the screens of I their best was, buy yeah, or whatever yeah. they were going to have all the TVs? <laughs> Man. A classic movie. Also, uh, they know if you're pregnant, even if your family doesn't. Company employee tipped off the New York Times magazine in 2012 that data analytics obtained from shopping could be sorted to assess whether a shopper is pregnant using a record of transactions, things endemic to second trimester shopping, like unscented lotions, supplements like calcium and zinc, obviously things you take to help the baby grow, uh, were identified. The company could even make a reasonable estimate of when a customer was due and send them coupons tailored yeah. for their needs. That's creepy. That is. Well, that they is also creepy. have. They, you can also register for uh, shower, baby showers uh, there. You know where, so people go and yeah. get their yeah. gifts and everything. And so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean well, they play right into that, man. This is why I hate giving the uh, giving any information, and yeah. why I don't. I don't. I don't want your dumb uh, Kroger card. I don't want your Target card. I don't want any yeah. of that hey, stuff. Because I know, I know like, you're tracking me. me. But you get a stop coupon, it. you're going to get cheaper. I don't want your coupon. I don't want, I'll just pay the regular price for it. Just <laughs> make one price that everybody pays right. and stop tracking me. Are you a I Target Super Club that. member? No, no, I'm not. And no, I'm, I'm not. never going to be. And don't you're asked at every store now. Every single store. Do you have your Target card? You want one? No. No. Well, it's really easy to fill it out. No. No. I can fill it out for you. No! <laughs> but I can give you 10% off on no! what you're paying for right yeah. now. Yeah, and they do that too. They but try that trick. Even, look, look. I can't take it. I hate it. You, I know that you don't have one. Your wife may have one, but we can get you to fill it out. No. And even if, look. No. It doesn't have to go through. You just no. fill it out and you get the 10% off. No. <laughs> and it's apart from being tracked and knowing whether or not I'm pregnant or what, <laughs> what my ice cream preferences are or whatever it is. 
uh, I don't I don't like carrying the card around with me all. No. It's just another thing to go. Well, I can give you a keychain, little thing. No, no. Maybe that's why we stop need, it. That's that we need. To maybe that's how. We, maybe that's how you throw it back in their face. Be like, yeah, you know what? I do have my card. Hold on, it's right here. And then you just take out a big bag of like four hundred of these cards that you would have if you got one at every right. single time you were asked one. Yeah. See, I say yes every time they ask me for one of these, and I put it in this bag. So now I'm gonna have to go digging around for my target one. It's just gonna be about twenty minutes here. Hold on a second. While everybody's backed up in line. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I, I don't, I just don't like that. I just don't, I don't yeah. like it when they ask you for your zip code, your phone number, your email address. I don't give them any of that. No. Um, can we have your email address? No, no, thank you. <laughs> and then they get, they get pissy with you, but I'm sorry. I didn't set up that rule where you must ask me for my email and it's none of your business and I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to tell you my zip code. I don't need to. I'm paying you with cash. I'm giving you the money. You don't need anything else to complete the transaction. Nope. So stop it, money. Target, and everybody else, too. Right. I think it was, was it Radio Shack that yeah, first started Radio that? Shack and maybe that's that. why, they're yeah. really bad at that. And right. then maybe that's why they went out of business. And maybe they need to pay reparations. Because Thank now we have you. to listen to that all the time. And I love Thank how they make you. it sound like, look, you're going to get this great deal. Why don't you just do it? It's, well, if it's such a great deal, why are you pushing it on me like right. i know that you're a company about the bottom line so clearly this is going to be better for you than it is for me <laughs> uh they also apparently target likes to refrigerate doritos uh Ooh, they, that's an interesting idea yeah it is uh i don't know why they do that was there some new as yet undiscovered way to appreciate the tasty tortilla chip had doritos uh, been perishable all this time <laughs> truth was somewhat less sensational um, it turns out they were trying to promote a recipe for walking tacos that called for refrigerated items like shredded cheese, ground beef, and sour cream uh, to get mixed inside a bag of Doritos. Uh, Target once opened 11 stores oh. in, in one city. I got to tell you, that, uh, Natasha, are we, do we, you can just roll that in and we can walk, try it, let you know if it's good, the walking taco. Yeah, we actually do have a segment coming up here. In a with few walking minutes. tacos? Uh, no, with oh. something else, though. We'll tell you about that. <laughs> 11 stores in one city in one day? That's amazing. Uh, Chicago in March of 1993. The aggressive launch may have been intended to declare retail war on Walmart and Kmart. Chicago was the first uh, time all three were going up against one another in, this, in, his, in a major market. How's that working out for Kmart? Uh, not well not at well. all. Uh, Kmart's gone completely in Texas. There's not a single Kmart in Texas. Is it gone completely? I mean, I they, no, were, still, they were there in Connecticut there, when I grew up, and I don't. There's a few. All gone there's now. a few. There was one in Pennsylvania, not far from where we lived in Pennsylvania, oh, really? uh, when we were in New York, right Kmart. there. Yeah. Uh, we used to go there from time to time just because it was next to a Sam's Club, and we'd go, "Oh, let's just go see what this is." <laughs> yeah, but you never went out of your way to go to Kmart. No. Well, in the beginning, Kmart was, was awesome because they had the Target idea, but yeah. then Target came along and did it better. This is where. Right. This is where the yeah. left is always like, oh, these CEOs do nothing. Like, no, just look at the difference between Kmart and Target. And right. you're going to see the difference between a good CEO and one that maybe didn't quite get everything out of the company that it could have. Uh, Kmart and Sears are the same company now, right? Sears and yes, Kmart are, yes. some yeah, time yeah, yeah. ago. That's another, that's another store that's fairly well gone. Sears. Yep. I mean, I never see Sears anymore. Yeah, I, I haven't been staple. to a Sears and. I don't know how long. No, there was like one of the small Sears stores, like that wasn't in a mall near my old house in Pennsylvania before we moved down, and they shut it down. The guy said they're shutting down all the, you know, all the remote, you know, the little individual right. well, stores there was that are outside the mall. There was one in a mall not far in Pennsylvania too, but that, I mean, we never went there. <laughs> don't remember going. There was never anyone in there. Um, all right, just a couple more things about Target that we didn't know. They helped repair the Washington Monument. Kind of cool. They put up a million dollars and pledged additional assistance uh, to the National Park Service. 
they reinvented the shopping cart. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Forever and grateful. Yeah, they sure did. Uh, the dog flies first class. Oh, the target dog flies first class. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, more patents too with Dan Andros and uh, you know Jeff coming up in a minute. For another uh, segment of spoons, inspired by Jeffy and the one word that he knows how to say. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. For some reason, we get Oreos all the time. Or Oreos. I'm not that big a fan of an Oreo cookie, but uh, if it's they, there, you're gonna eat it. It's there. You're gonna eat it. It, it. They change their flavors. They bring in new flavors about five times a week. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, it's amazing how innovative they are. They, yeah, they do. This latest thing that they've done are the Oreo Thins, which seems to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> I guess like the double stuff. Yeah. Was it Thin Mints, like the Girl Scout thing? No, you, the double and the triple stuff, you, you understand. Yeah, you get the, that. The good part of this is the filling. Yes. But look oh at how thin God. that is. It looks like Jeffy sat on it. This yeah. is awful. I mean, Wait. there's almost no cream filling in there. Look at that. That's, that's, not, that's not worth eating. Well. What, are you kidding me? Look at how thin that is! I disagree with this. I guess, is it lower fat? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like an after eight mint. Yeah. Like a thin mint. That's just stupid. And then. It's good, though. <laughs> it's actually better than I thought it would be. Uh, but. <laughs> this awful product. Let me get. Let me have another one here. Terrible Oreo. Then they have the thin mint. So this would be like Ooh, what a Girl yeah. Scout cookie. Yeah, oh, see, that's a good. regular thin. Come over and have some, Jeffy. See what this, you the think. The thin mint is good. Yeah, I want to try all those. And this I just want to remember good. that uh, the manufacturer of Oreos have uh, recently announced plans to move production of Oreos from Chicago to Mexico. Wow. What? Yeah. Oreos are going to be made in Mexico? Yep. Maybe that's how Trump's going to get that fence built, Jeffy. Here. I guess it's very possible. He's going to say God, he's going to use the me. Oreo plant as hostage. Okay. Now, the I do like the I like the thin mint cuz the that, thin mint was good. That tastes like a Girl Scout, you know, what is that mint? That thin mint. Let me try well, the it's called thin mint, right? Yeah. Yes. Let me try the regular thin. Okay. That's what you did. And then they have the brownie batter Oreo cookie. Which uh, you pop off the top, and Ooh. you see the brownie wow. batter there. Look at that. That's good. Uh, this might be good. Oreo thins is a waste of time. That was pointless. Totally yeah, pointless. Mean, this one's good. What's going to happen is you're going to end up holding two or three together and just eating those at one time. There, there's no tab on this. Mm. Easy open to pull tab. What's it? Look at that. I know. Is that ridiculous? Which is this? Oh, the same. Ooh, the thin mint. Good. See if you like the brownie batter. It's pretty good. But again, it's an Oreo. I mean, they're, I, I'm not that crazy about it, but it's pretty good. When I work, I, I wish I would still work for Nabisco from time to time. So do we. They, they don't. Nabisco hired you? They don't. I'd but, take one look at you and be like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. And we'd lose about 8% of our no, product. No, no, no. Here's the but thing. You'd be, surprised at how many, on the line. you'd be surprised on how many packages during the delivery process get damaged. <laughs> 
No, I, I mean, when you're working there, hor- it would not I, be It surprised. was horrible, horrible. Yeah, I'll bet. I mean, and you can't you can't leave them on the shelf. 85, 90%. Can't leave them on the shelf. You right. got to get you got to take them, <laughs> put them mm-hmm. in the trunk and take them back to the. Mm-hmm. Did, did you really work for Nabisco? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my you did. gosh. Yeah, I worked for them for a little while. And if you still work there, you wouldn't work here, which would be ideal for everyone concerned. No, I was right. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say the Thin Mints are, are the best. Actually, really good. Yeah, They're the really thin good. Mints are good. Yes. But according to uh, this story, also ties into uh, Oreos moving to Mexico. Donald Trump, you know, the front runner, the yep. GOP, the man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's not going to eat Oreos now because they're too Mexican. That's it. He did not. Is say that what that. he said? <laughs> he didn't say that. Is that a joke? Is that an You idea? made a little funny, didn't you? You made a little funny. See, the sad thing is, <laughs> that, the sad thing is that it could have been true. He, no, he said it. He did not. Yes, he did. He did pledged he really? never to eat another Oreo. Did he really? Yes. Mm-mm. That's crazy. I don't believe it. Okay. I'm going to go back to eat my Are you serious? He did say it. He d- it's in an article. That's what the article says. That Donald but Trump that's okay. refused. The populist. He'll just say whatever. That's funny, though. Uh, I, I'm i kind of surprised mm. that Oreo's moving their plant to Mexico. I don't know. Why would you do that as an all-American company like Oreo Cookies? Right. Well, I if mean, you're trying to get into the drug business. Yeah. you're I, like... You want to ship in sugar a few kilos of Coke? Sugar prices. Sugar pr- Is that what they cited? The leading ingredient in Oreos, of course, is sugar. Yeah. And the U.S. trade barriers currently require Americans to pay twice the average world prices for sugar. You're kidding. There's no kale in the Oreo? I, I would have thought this is I think made... the Thin Mints have kale. I, I think the think Thin Mints do. are kale. I think I'm sensing some kale in yeah. this. And they're, I'm... they're coming out with the, ca- <laughs> the kale batter one real soon. <laughs> kale and quinoa Oreos. <laughs> Mmm. Seriously, so I highly recommend the Oreo Thin Mints. Yeah. That's really good. I didn't believe I was going to like that. These are not as bad as I thought, but kind of worthless. Pointless. These are, what do you think of these? The batter. I've never been, I mean, I'm a bad example because I've never been a huge fan of brownie batter. Yeah. Like, I, like yeah. I'll eat cookie dough all day long. Yeah, the cookie dough is good. We also had, yeah. I don't know, did we try the Oreo uh, cookies and cream? Because those showed up at my house not long ago. <laughs> Did they? Those are pretty and, good. And were you forced to eat them? Well, look. I mean, they're there. I walk in the house. They're on right? the counter. Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to say, mm-hmm. no? No, you're not. No, you can't. I, no. It I would be put those rude. Away. It would be rude. You know how mad my wife wrong. would be? Oh, my gosh. Go it's, you know, and seriously, she does like you a little fatter. Right? So we know that. So uh, she probably I mean, is pushing the Oreos There was a study the other day that talked about uh, how fat guys are better lovers. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't remember that story. Well, I fat. Better lovers than what? <laughs> a couch? <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be a couch. A couch would be a better lover than a fat guy. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to find that study right now. <laughs> Find that I study. You will. If you can find that study in a minute and 15 seconds, I'm, we're going to do it because yeah. uh, I've never heard that fat guys make better lovers. No. That's okay. good for both of us. That's not good for Dan. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I don't believe it, frankly. Okay. Are you seeing it yet? I forget where I put it. All right. Hold on. Uh, you're probably, go, probably going through yeah, way too much porn. Uh, meanwhile... <laughs> Apparently, uh, Burger King has tried to block the trademark for a 9th century manuscript 
uh, they, uh, it's a 9th century illuminated manuscript of the New Testament Gospels as well. It's well regarded as a national treasure in Ireland. For 60 years, uh, its home has been the old library at Trinity College in Dublin. And recently, the university sought to register the global trademark for Book of Kells or the B or BK merchandise. So BK is obviously trademark of Burger King. So they're trying to block this... <laughs> Global trademark for the book of Kells. Right, because those two things overlap. Oh, man. All right. Um, Lawyers. Incredible. We'll see you tomorrow. We're all out of time except for one more Oreo brownie batter. <laughs> I don't like these very much, so I've only eaten six. <laughs>